0: Keeping the ranch just a tick safer, being aware and being proactive. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm your host and producer, Jeff Tigger. Earhart. Tigger. A big thanks goes out to our partners, Pharmatan, Imagine Ingredients. We're going to have more with Paul's coming up shortly, the American Galvey Association david tanner's rough ride cattle service have you called them by the way to get a hold of them to haul back and forth i would recommend it downtown threads oklahoma medora boot and western wear rfd tv the cowboy channel and wrangler as always we have lots to cover today crew we've got sale barn reports by request coming in from missouri we talk about What really makes up biosecurity on the farm and ranch? We dive in the weeds on that one. Kirk has the numbers, and we start off with the news, of course, brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, it's the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Proud to have Wrangler embroidered beside our name on each and every piece of swag. See how I did that? Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Our top news story, a federal judge in Minnesota ordered a class action lawsuit against JBS against Tyson National Beef and Cargill to proceed. Thumbs up on that one. In the case, plaintiffs allege that America's four largest beef packers conspired to suppress the price uh, the price that is suppress the price of cattle and increase the price of beef. I for one absolutely agree with this. So kudos, thanks judge for that one. Now we're going to switch And go to the crop side. Absolutely, haven't talked about this before, but this is significant because it creates movement in our feedstuffs. On the crop side, stocks of corn, wheat, and soybeans are all down significantly from September of this year compared to last year, September of 2020. Corn stocks compared are down 36%. Soybean stocks are down 51%. And all wheat stocks are down 18%. A product introduction for y'all, Merck Animal Health and AllFlex Livestock Intelligence announced the availability of a new ear tag applicator. Remember the days, crew, when we'd, we'd go to our local farm supply store and you'd buy a bag of fly tags or a bag of ear tags and they'd throw a tagger in with you? Doesn't happen so much anymore, does it? Now, the first advancement in applicators, it's been in more than 10 years. The applicator can be used to apply AllFlex two-piece ear tags, including the AllFlex two-piece visual identification tags, the Allflex two-piece electronic identification tags, that is, and the Allflex monitoring ear tags for beef and dairy cattle, sheep, goats, and swine. They say it's a lightweight applicator with an easy-squeeze mechanism that requires very little force to apply devices. A spare pin is conveniently located in the handle of the applicator, ensuring a pin is always easily accessible during application. Ask for it where you get your Allflex tags and your Merck Animal Health supplies. And crew, if you're buying tags and you get one thrown in for nothing, let me know. Our William Sale Barn report is brought to us by Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. That is who takes care of us in terms of all of our advertising needs, all of our embroidery needs. Speaking of embroidery, want some ranch it up gear? Head to ranchitupshow.com. Click on shop. Click on swag. Boom, order some today by listener request. Heading to Callaway Livestock Center in Kingdom City, Missouri. All right, here's what I've got for y'all on the steer side. Starting it out, six seventy two seven white steers at and a dollar to $1.68.5. and a half, a big run of 7.10 to 7.30 weight steers at $1.60 and a half, excuse me, to $1.65 and a half, a big run of heaviers at $8.36 to $8.43, coming in at $1.5675. On the heifer side, the biggest run I want to bring up is 7.53 weights to 7.72 weight heifers at $1.4460 to $1.48 and a quarter. The way up cows in Kingdom City, they killed them 'em fifty-six to sixty-five and a half. And the way up bulls at eighty-three, all the way up to ninety-six. Staying in the Show Me State again by listener request, going to the Joplin Regional Stockyards on the steer side, seven to seven and a half weights at a dollar fifty to a dollar fifty-seven. A big run of seven and a half up to eight-weight steers at a dollar fifty to a dollar fifty-eight, and then eight o nine to eight forty-six weight exactly at 48 and a dollar to a dollar fifty-five. On to the heifers in Joplin. This was earlier in the week, by the way, crew. Five and a half up to 580-weight heifers at $1.41 to $1.53. 610 to 640-weights at $1.43 to $1.52. 653 to 685-weights at $1.42 to $1.43. And then 7 to 750-weights at $1.37 to $1.46.5. and a forty-six and a half. Then some heavy girls, 806 to 821 at $1.27 to $1.35. Crew were staying in the Xiaomi State of Missouri and comparing them to the Ozarks regional stockyards, their sale earlier. Let's go to the steers. The five to five and a half weights at a dollar forty five to a dollar sixty, five and a half to five seventy two weights at a dollar fifty-six to a dollar sixty-three, six to six and a half weight steers at a dollar forty-three to a dollar sixty-one, six and a half to six seventy weights at a dollar forty-five to a dollar fifty-six, and then seven twenty-seven to seven forty-six exactly at a dollar forty-six to a dollar fifty-one. And wrapping up with the heifers at the Ozarks Regional Stockyards, we've got 5 to 5.5 weights at $1.34 to $1.49, 5.5 to 5.70 weights at $1.40 to $1.48, and 6.15 to 6.5 weight heifers coming in at $1.39 to $1.46.5. Tigger Tour 21. Crew, it's the Tigger Tour 21, which is proudly sponsored by Medora Boot and Western Wear. Yeah, I got to change the name. Beck is not happy with that. Here's what's coming up. Next week, October 14th and 15th, the King Ranch Institute for Ranch Management will host the following seminar, Sustainable Ranching, Navigating Challenges and Embracing Opportunities. This event will be held online and in person in Kingsville, Texas. It's designated to offer an overview of sustainability, the challenges in front of us, and most importantly, insight on how to navigate through those challenges and to find opportunities. For more information, just head online at the King Ranch Institute for Ranch Management. Following in shortly behind, October 19th, 20th, and 21st in Moultrie, Georgia, the Sunbelt Egg Expo. For more information, just go to sunbeltexpo.com. And then coming up November 15th through the 30th, we've got this one on our sites too, the Great Northern Livestock Exposition in Cheyenne, Wyoming. The Great Northern Livestock Exposition, it's going to feature open and junior cattle, sheep, and goat shows at the all-new event center in Cheyenne, Wyoming. You can jump on Facebook and follow at Great Northern Livestock Expo or head online to GreatNorthernLivestockExpo.com. There are a lot of conventions and gatherings that are happening again, and that is fantastic news. Many cattle associations, many companies are having their conventions again this year. So be sure to check on them for more details. And you can always call us at 707-726-2420. Leave me a message. Text me there as well. You can email me with questions, and I will try to discover any answers for you, or I'm going to give you some answer (laughs) as best I can. And up next, crew, we're talking biosecurity. It goes a whole lot deeper into the rabbit hole than you and I probably originally thought. Stick around. We've got a lot more of the Ranch It Up Radio show. It's coming up right after this. Hey, Beck, I've got a cattle quiz for you.
1: Okay, what you got for me?
0: What breed oh, of cattle, cattle came quizzes. to the Oh, I know, there's so much fun, right? What breed of cattle came to this country in 1971 and has had a huge influence on the cattle business? Um The females try this. The females are known for fertility, quiet temperament, longevity.
1: I've got an idea.
0: In the feed yard now, they offer increased performance, improved feed efficiency, and excellent carcass merit. And more pounds of calf weaned per cow exposed.
1: Bam, got it. You're talking about Galvi, the continental mm, breed of choice.
0: Mm, that's right. There it is. If you have the feeder cattle, get them agent source verified through the Balancer Edge program. If you don't have the females, purchase some this fall and use the bulls. That is the plant and Galvi is the breed.
1: galvi and Balancer, the smart, reliable, and profitable choice. Learn more about the plant at galvi.org
0: I've received a... Pile of messages, emails, texts, pretty much any way to get a hold of me asking about our swag line, our Ranch It Up gear. Finally, just head to RanchItUpShow.com, click on swag or shop, and check out the full line of Tigger-approved Merc, long and short sleeve tees. Now, these are the really nice ones, the really soft ones, by the way. We've got hoodies, vests, our signature line of polos, RanchItUpShow.com. Let's get it on Cattle Battle. Today's Cattle Battle is brought to us by the American Galvey Association. Crossbreeding is easy with Gelvy and Gelby genetics, performance, productivity, and profitability. So make plans to add Gelvy and Gelby Influence Genetics to your program today. Now, when we go to someone's place, we're careful about how we go about cruising around. We usually don't go banging through every gate and rummaging through every pin and go barreling across the pasture. Number one, that's just our respectful nature to not do those things. Number two, it's a strange place, meaning it's simply and biologically different than ours, different than our operations. Here's where I'm going with this. I'm talking about biosecurity, and it is becoming more and more important in all that we are doing and in all of our livestock species and industries. Here's an interesting example for y'all. Our livestock relocation specialists did you get that? Our truckers They are so very careful about making sure that they are covered up their feet overalls many times. yes, to keep the cabs cleaner but but also to keep any microscopic disease potential from hitching a ride and traveling to the next generation. We're talking about biosecurity on and off of the ranch. Don't think that it's important think again, feed yards have a strict policy on who is on the premises, from where and why, what they're doing, and it's getting increasingly important all the way down to our farms and ranches. There's just more to it than thinking animal disease and health. There's a lot more to it. It's awareness, it's being proactive. Dr. Julia Herman, veterinarian, beef cattle specialist for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, she's on the BQA team, is here with us. Dr. Julia, first, thanks for joining us, and now, by definition, biosecurity as it relates to us on the ranch.
1: So biosecurity, at least in the cattle world, is uh, keeping diseases off the farm, but then also if you have sick animals, keeping diseases on the farm, so you're not spreading that uh, to other cattle producers. It's just another way to continue to keep your cattle healthy on your ranch.
0: So is this discussions about maybe not letting the neighbor rent your bull after season or something like that to be able to keep trick out of your herd. Is that maybe what we're referring to?
1: Yeah, that's definitely part of it. I think uh, it can be as detailed as you want it to be. And so uh, if you have neighbors coming in to help brand it, you know, maybe it's making sure they have clean clothes and clean boots before they come over or uh, making sure that, they're, uh, that their horses are, you know, haven't had mud from one ranch to another. I think it it can be as detailed as you want.
0: Biosecurity has that become a concern on our outfits in, in uh, cow country?
1: I think it's always been on, on people's minds, and uh, our cattle producers are really good about taking care of their animals already. so they're doing a lot of these a lot of these tasks already. And what the BQA team wanted to do was provide different learning resources so that they can in detail go through every part of their ranch. And figure out where there might be risks of diseases coming in and out, and how they can better protect themselves uh, in the future. Impetus for this came from mostly from foreign animal disease. So our
0: kind of the discussion of foot and mouth disease that was what in the in the spring I think it was when when we were talking with Brazil and.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So uh, we've been partnering with the group that does all the education for foot and mouth disease preparedness, and we wanted to make sure that our messaging was the same. And so they helped us develop this this biosecurity plan, daily biosecurity plan for disease prevention. It's a step up, and so this is your introductory biosecurity planning, and then you can work with your veterinarian or your state BQA coordinator to fill out an enhanced biosecurity plan, which has more details in the event of a foot and mouth disease outbreak.
0: So really, if I'm not mistaken, biosecurity could be more than just the, the gloom and doom of the worst of the worst. Now we have a new variant of foot and mouth disease. Biosecurity could be as simple as on my outfit. Uh, paying maybe a little bit closer attention, am I right with this, to our critters, to just being more aware of what is happening, maybe not necessarily from an outside source coming in, but what maybe could have potentially always been there, being aware of BRD, knowing how to pull those PIs, all that.
1: Yes, I think BRD is a great example of how uh, even within within a herd, you can do a lot of things to prevent BRD from spreading into your herd. So that includes good nutrition, low stress handling to make sure that their immune systems are as strong as possible. There's not as many stressors, proper vaccination program, as long as your cattle are responding to that vaccine program. There are a lot of ways that biosecurity is not just, as you said, the doom and gloom.
0: Okay, so now now we're starting to to talk about low-stress cattle handling, starting to look at some of those different practices of, you know, understanding maybe where the next destination is going for those cattle?
1: Yeah, you can prepare those cattle as best you can on the ranch to make them, to keep them as healthy as possible, but also strengthen their immune systems so that they can handle those stressors of moving on to that next step in the beef sector. And so having that low stress handling, this includes maybe preconditioning those calves to make sure that they are as strong as possible before they move on to the next destination. There can be a lot of examples.
0: And like you said, we can go on, you know, fence line weaning, all these different sort of things that people, you know, should do potentially do maybe should consider but now kind of wrapping this all together underneath this umbrella is biosecurity like we said normally right away we think of a foreign invader I think maybe is the best way to describe it of coming into an outfit and potentially wreaking havoc but now it's coming down to maintaining if I'm understanding correct doc this is maintaining communication up and down where calves came from, where they're going to what and what we need to do maybe in the middle of if something does happen.
1: Yes, preparation is always always easier to do before. Uh, easier
0: to deal with a problem before it became a problem, really.
1: Correct, and that's, that's what we're developing this biosecurity plan for. We want people to uh, take the steps to pay attention to what they're doing now and then if a crisis happens, they already have a plan in place to take care of it or to at least make the continuity of what they're doing a little bit easier.
0: Now, when you say this biosecurity plan in place, is there some place online that we can go look and see XYZ protocol, so on and so forth?
1: Yes, uh, we have a couple of different places. So on BQA.org, we have the daily biosecurity template. It's a fillable PDF customizable to your operation. We also have an advanced education module that's focused on biosecurity, and it goes through the basics of biosecurity, ways that diseases get spread between animals or even between people and animals. But you can fill out that plan in this module. And then once you're done with that module, you can walk away with that daily biosecurity plan. I think this is a great opportunity to partner with your herd veterinarian. Most cattle producers already have a veterinary client patient relationship, and this is a great way to take advantage of that.
0: Dr. Julia Herman, thank you for making us aware of how much deeper biosecurity really is. Now, the website again is bqa.org. Now, while you're there, How about get BQA certified? If you are not already, you can do so right online. In fact, here's what I'm going to do. The first three people that email me a picture of your certificate of completion, I'm going to send you a whole care package. I'm going to send you some Ranch It Up swag and all kinds of other stuff. How about that? Sweeten the pot just a little bit. BQA.org. The numbers coming up when we come back. It's that time of year, you know, all of your work, struggles and hopes and the long nights calving, battling flies, droughts, fires, floods, it all comes down to this. It's time to wean calves and ultimately get paid, but we are not there yet. Set those calves up for success with PharmaTan from Imogene Ingredients. We've talked about PharmaTan battling scours here on the show many times, but first, Let's talk about how Pharmatan helps prevent coccidiosis and it gets those calves over the stress of weaning time. I've had Paul 1 and Paul 2 with Pharmatan on the show many times. Should sound familiar. Guys, this is Paul Mitchell
2: here. Look, it's super easy. Ask your feed rep to mix Pharmatan in your tubs, add it to your loose mineral, mix in mineral blocks, even add it to pellets. It's all natural,
0: it's easy, and it works. Exactly right. It works. Call 515 745 1639. Whether it's shipping a potload of calves, hauling cow-calf pairs, or delivering a horse, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services is committed to the humane handling and care of your livestock. Our professional team of transporters have over 30 years' experience and are BQA certified. Check out David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services at roughridecattleservices.com or on
2: Facebook. Thank you for trusting David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services for all your
1: livestock transportation needs.
0: Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial. Always a pleasure to have you with me, Kirk, and to be part of the team. The numbers is your jam, so I will let you go through the numbers, but there will be the day, Kirk, when we're going to have to do it Tigger's Way first, and we're going to start banter, and then I'm going to make you do the numbers in the end, and it's just going to throw you all off on it. (laughs)
2: No, I don't know. Figure I think I'm up for it. I'm looking forward to the challenge. And as always, I really appreciate the opportunity that you and your listeners give me to to get a chance to chat with them.
0: Absolutely. So
2: just to jump into it, as of Friday, October first, October feeders closed one fifty two seventy five. That's down four forty on the week. The big thing I think is corn had a bearish report as it's pushing the five fifty level after challenging the five dollar level, sold off and then quickly came back. The corn is definitely showing some strength. October live closed 120.275, down 245 on the week. Really interesting thing with October live is the basis swung positive. So cash is over the futures between a buck and a half and three and a half dollars. That's usually a pretty strong signal that at least the nearby live is closing in on a low with cash sitting at 122 to 124. December corn closed 542, up 16.5 cents on the week. And that's after a mildly bearish uh, grain stocks report that came out on Thursday.
0: I want to go back to talking about October Live Cattle, and I'm also referencing your newsletter. I've got them both open. Just like you, Kirk, I've got about five monitors open with all this stuff. And you had said – Oh, we need our screens. (laughs) Right? And you had just said that – and I'm going to ask you to repeat that – of how a cash moved to a different position, which is indicating that there could maybe potentially be a bottom in – in the in the october live cattle
2: yeah so we talk about basis and that's simply the difference between cash and where futures are the basis has been negative so futures were higher than the cash market and as we all know futures markets go too far either too far to the up or too far to the down some of the times when that basis swings real quickly it's a sign that maybe the market got a little too far one direction and we had that this week you know we were kind of sitting at a flat basis to a negative basis in the south and this week we very aggressively swung to a positive basis suggesting potentially that futures got a little oversold
0: so now spinning into the feeder side in the october feeder contract are you looking to see a low here pretty darn soon in that one too
2: i am looking for a low in in the feeder contract specifically october Probably fairly shortly because it's so close to expiration. Um, Not to get too deep in the woods there, but there's just not a lot of time for that to trade either direction. I am expecting a little more bearishness in the feeders, largely to seasonals. You know, we are in the big run season for feeders and because corn corn is showing not runaway strength, but definitely some strength, you know, being able to bounce right back after a bearish report and hold its own mildly bearish report. And I've got your newsletter open. Like I said, I've got
0: five monitors open here. I'm referencing, looking at it again as we're going. Very easy to follow along with that, by the way. Just text cattle, C A T T L E 2, 33777, and you too can get the free newsletter. Right here, I'm just kind of scrolling down, and you have different colors here, and all of a sudden in red, and immediately I go to. What you're writing in red about halfway down the newsletter is the same thing that we've been talking about the last few weeks. And here you say, I recommend placing orders below the market that would fill in or around, we're talking about feeder purchases now, in and around 150 to 155 March feeders. And I would also use this tool to hedge any spring buybacks for those that have had to liquidate cows this year. Let's dance with that topic again because that's a it's a risky strategy. We'll say that. Everything has risk and reward to it, of course. But it is a potential strategy, like you said, for those of us that have had to sell a pile of cows. And if we get moisture and we get a lot of it moving into spring, well, we know what's going to happen to the price of pears.
2: I think everybody's fairly confident that uh, if it does rain, with the shortage of cattle, cash prices for, for bread stock could really rally. Yeah. Now, with that being said, as in my newsletter, I very specifically mentioned that, that basis risk or the difference between the cash price of a bred heifer and futures is is quite extreme, and this hedge is fairly abstract. So I would recommend instead of going through all that on air, if anybody had any questions or wanted to chat with that, they, they could give me a call at uh, 406-301-8139 but I do strongly feel that this is an opportunity uh, to hedge those spring buys on paper. And the beauty of the paper is it doesn't take feet.
0: There you go. Exactly. Hey, Kirk, thanks so much. And appreciate throwing some phone numbers out there because uh, now I'm going to encourage people when we're doing those fall chores and we're doing everything, we're maybe fixing up the pens because we've got cattle coming in and those types of things. When this is all going through our minds to take the time and to make those phone calls because like you said that this is a fairly intricate and it's a little bit abstract you said to be able to compare a feeder basis all the way to the price of a cash bread so get on the phone ask questions Kirk you'll help them as always and I appreciate you look forward to next
2: week I appreciate you and your listeners and, and that's the part I really enjoy getting to chat with people so I would encourage a phone call if they're interested
0: Thanks so much, Kirk. That number one more time is 406-301-8139. That's 406-301-8139. His free newsletter, you text CATTLE, the word CATTLE, C-A-T-T-L-E, 2 3
2: I tip my hat to you from one legend to another.
0: Before I say fare thee well, our famous last words brought to us by David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Service, I was talking about the livestock relocation specialist. Yeah, all of you out there in the bow wagons, going up and down the highways. I tip the front of my American hat to you. Appreciate each and every one of you for everything that you do. Thanks for keeping the critters safe. Thanks for getting the supplies back and forth too, by the way. And now that's going to wrap it up for today, crew. A big thanks to Dr. Julia Herman. And Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial, Inc., whom we just heard from. A big thank you to our partners, PharmaTan, Imogene Ingredients, the American Galvey Association, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Service, Downtown Threads Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Crew, so glad you all came with us one more time as we Ranch It Up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Text and call me 24 7 at 707 726 2420. Spread the good word and join us again next time, where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy in, ranch it up.